Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And today we have a very wonderful guest with us. We have been continuing the streaks of interviews, so yay to us. But today we have such a very special guest recommended to our dear friend, Ashley Vega. So hello, Ashley, if you're listening hey, to Ashley, this. thank you for helping us. <laughs> thank you for helping us, for sure. But you guys might have seen her in some of the some of the promotions there in Scotland and even in the WWE Network on ICW specifically, we have the one and only Harmony Sky. How are you doing, Harmony? Hello, welcome to our show. Welcome. I'm good, I'm excited. I'm excited for the interview. I'm just really happy and excited to be here. All right, well, how, how has your day been so far? Cause it's like 2 p.m. over there, I believe. Yeah, Hi. afternoon. It's been quite lazy. I stayed at my friend's house last night, so I just drove through there because I passed my test a couple of weeks ago. So I can drive, but I just I'm, I'm not even been doing anything today. I've just just been lazy. All right, absolutely all right. lazy. Typical day, lazy day. We all have those mm-hmm. days. No problem. Yeah, it's a Wednesday out of all days. It's a Wednesday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, Harmony, hello again, once again. And you know what? Before in the Pipe Bombshell podcast, we have like this little initiation phase that we like to go through. So, Troy, mm-hmm. why don't you break this down? Why don't you break it down for us, Troy? All right. So we before we do start with the main part of your interview where we do talk about your hobbies, interests, wrestling career, and everything mm-hmm. you have to say about um, your wrestling career so far, we have this very special opening segment for all of our guests uh, at the Pipe mm-hmm. podcast called Diva Talk. So what the hell is this Diva Talk? What is this opening segment, initiation rights, all of the above? So it's going to be a really quick, fast talk kind of segment mm-hmm. where we have rapid fire questions both wrestling and non-wrestling related uh, okay. which is just a really quick icebreaker just for our listeners to get to know who harmony sky is outside of professional wrestling as well as of course okay. inside professional wrestling but the gist here is you have to answer as fast as possible okay. because we will be paying homage to the divas in diva talk who did not have a lot of time Praise be to the divas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Diva Talk. So, Harmony, are you okay. ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you got this. You got this, girl. You got this. Okay. You're going you're gonna to ace it. You're so, going to yes. do well. Uh-huh. So, first question I have over here. Favorite food? Oh, macaroni. Macaroni. Oh, okay, macaroni. Okay. Macaroni mm-hmm. cheese. Uh, would you rather read a book or watch a movie in your free time? Watch a movie. <laughs> Watch a movie. Yeah. It's a way it's more time. Exactly. And I'm more for visual people as well, like myself. So <laughs> up next over here, um, dream travel destination. Um, maybe Italy. Okay. Italy. Oh. Italy. Okay. I've never been right. yet. So. Yeah, We'd love to see you in Italy. Why not? All right. First. Oh, maybe in the future. Maybe the future. We never mm-hmm. know. Um, okay, first wrestling-related question. International debate between wrestling fans, especially for the women's era. Um, Trish Stratus or Lita? Personally, Trish Stratus. Okay, we finally have a point for Team Trish. It's been a while since we've got Team Trish. All right, all right. 
it's been a while. Like the last probably like five people at least have said Lita. So I'll, I'll win the team Trish. So finally yes. someone is ready okay. for Trish Travis. So yeah, you know, um exactly. Summer's about to end, but like I just want to know, would you rather swim in a pool or in the ocean? Pool. Anything like that, it's an ocean just freaks me out. Like fish, sharks. Mm-mm. Oh, mm-mm. No. <laughs> at least in the pool it's like safe, secluded, and like just inflatable shark to worry about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, all right, next question: What is your zodiac sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So another wrestling-related question over here: Would you rather win the Money in the Bank or Royal Rumble? Ooh, uh, Royal Rumble, because you get to main event WrestleMania. True, true. That's, that's okay. Exactly. He's coming for the main event spot at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Let everyone, let everyone okay. be known. So, <laughs> um, all right, next up, favorite song right now? Um, I'll say this one, Ewo Milo by Billie Eilish, because I just got attacked yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. I'll give it that one. Interesting. That's nice. It's a nice tattoo. Okay, so another hotly debated topic in the world, not wrestling related, just general. Pineapples and pizza or not? I'm gonna go with the no, but I've never tried it, so um, uh, that's why I'm no. I'm no one of the people that are like that. Disgusting. Because I've not tried it yet, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. But personally, right now, no. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's a valid choice. I'd like to. I'd like to see your reaction to trying pineapples on pizza, though. I'll definitely film it. I'll put it up. I'll put <laughs> film it. Yeah. Have, have it. Everybody, be aware. This is her reaction. But yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. Um, usually, people talk about four horse women of WWE, four horse women of MMA, but Jeannie and I had this thing that we call the four horse women of the Divas era to pay homage to women who were absolutely mm-hmm. amazing in the ring, but never really got. A chance to showcase their stuff because you know it was a divas era we weren't really paying much respect to the women in wrestling at the time so among these four women who would you say inspired you the most between beth phoenix michelle mccool melina and mickey james Ooh. i'm gonna go michelle mccool i would say like she was like she was ahead of her time especially when i go back and watch matches now i'm like she could totally fit in the girls right now there's a reason why there's a reason why she gets scolded a lot backstage because she's too good (laughs) so (laughs) miss cool is one way to go but next question here another like typical wrestling question among the four horse women so who's your favorite sasha bailey charlotte or becky it's like a tie but i think i'm gonna go becky overall sasha's like a full second but I've yeah. always been more of a Becky fan. Becky I just like the way she wrestles. I mean, yeah. apparently, it's a finish. I don't even know why it is, but we're going to go Becky just to listen. She needs to be good. So, who's the Sasha? Yeah, yeah. All right. Big time Becks. It's been a while since we've heard of Becky recently. So, yeah, that's another point. So, yeah. She's been injured too. So, like, we haven't really been hearing a lot from her. But, yeah, that's another point <laughs> for Team Becky. Um, all right. Next up go to fast food restaurant. Ooh, probably McDonald's. It's like a five-minute drive. Never... Oh, really? It's, like really, really easy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Come to the Philippines. Try to try chicken in McDonald's. 
<laughs> yeah, this, this fried chicken at McDonald's here. It even sells more than Big Macs if you are not going to believe it or not. So, yes, it is amazing. So, yeah. Um, second to the last question here be a heel or a face? Oh, I'm going to go with be a heel only because I am a face. And it's, I think it's personally much easier to be a heel and it's also more exciting. So, I'm going to go be a heel. All right, that is true. I noticed Miss Harvey Sky scene. is in for a heel turn because he's only been face, but you know, you never know what's mm-hmm. on in the future. You never know, you never know. I feel like you would rock it though with a whole vibe and a spin. The hair, especially the rock. The hair, I told her earlier, like, your hair looks amazing. <laughs> Just say, <laughs> oh my god. All right, very last question, golden question for the Pipe Bomb Show podcast. Um, between these two women, who would you say you prefer more? Rosa Mendez or Eva Marie? Mm. Mm, Rosa Mendez, I think. Rosa Mendez. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's been a while she's since we've heard of Rosa Mendez. Like she was a total diva with her when she was pregnant and stuff. So, and, and that bum shot she had, iconic. All right, all iconic. right. Miss Rosa Mendez takes another point. Yeah. We've been we've been getting a lot of Eva Marie's recently too. So Eva Marie's and Lida. So this is definitely a switch up. But this is definitely a switch up. Yes, but that is all that we have for Diva Talk. Congratulations, Harmony, having initiated the Pie Bomb Club podcast. Oh, we are passing on the crown to you. Sorry if my dogs are a bit noisy over there. <laughs> yeah, they're going wild, girl. I have no idea what's going on there already, but let's just go straight right into the main interviews. How have you been during this pandemic? Oh, it's been it's been weird because obviously it's still we're in Scotland it's like less so we don't have to wear masks anymore or kind of stuff like that. But it's still in certain places that you would so it's kind of like it's like half and half. It's been kind of back to normal recently. As obviously I just said we didn't wear masks and stuff, but especially in the rest of the world it's like just more more clean like. And at FPW where I trained, we were already like in a clean environment, but now when you walk in, it honestly smells like you're about to get a tattoo or a piercing because it's that clean. And oh, I think my sinuses have just like been the best that they've ever been because of how like it goes straight up your nose. Oh, and I said, oh, it's like every time I hang about it, it's like trauma because it's just yeah. so, <laughs> just so smelly, but like in a good way, but. Right, all right, and I do. I I did real. I did see on like your social media accounts that part of the very first part of your bio is mental health matters. So I want to. I want to do a quick checkup. Like, how's your mental health been throughout this whole pandemic? At the start of the pandemic, like twenty twenty was the worst it's ever been, and I, I was only like sixteen, seventeen at the time, and I was like, because I never really spoke publicly about it, but um, in December of twenty twenty, I believe I did like try and take my own life because I felt like it was just like everything was just terrible but then literally since then it's actually just kind of went up I mean obviously up and down which is why I, I thought putting in my bio like mental health matters it's just like such an important topic that I'm like so passionate about especially because like people like my sister dealt with mental health and I've got loads of members of family that deal with their friends mm-hmm. and although it has been getting a lot of like advocates being about it still isn't enough I feel like so even if, I, and especially in the wrestling world, being a wrestler can be really hard and really isolating at times. So I thought, even if I could just put it out for one person to be like, oh, well, she's listening, or like, 
she can represent that and that's why I did it, especially because I deal with it and I felt like having people to talk to or having even people to look up to is just that it makes it just a little bit better. So I thought I put it there and hopefully it makes it even one person's life a wee bit better. All right. Well I'm really happy that things are yeah, the things are going better and we see you like you are doing better and we're really happy mm-hmm. to see you thrive and you have a long, a long way to go. So and I'm still eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, you're still. By the way, you might be more like one of our youngest guests ever. Like you're younger than me. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh and we're the same age. So. You're the same age as Jiggy, so oh, okay, Gen Z. <laughs> true, true. So yeah, really interested to see what your future lies ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jiggy and I discovered you through a friend, actually, Vega, and we mm-hmm. did find out that you were a professional wrestler and you were currently training. Um, to further enhance your skills in wrestling. But we want to know, like, outside of professional wrestling, what does Harmony Sky like to do? What are your hobbies and any interests or passions that you have? It's, it's not, I don't really do much except for wrestling, but I do love scrapbooking. It's like, it's like oh. my favorite thing. It de-stresses me so much. Like, me and my best friend, Jodie, we're making a scrapbook for each other just kind of based on whatever we've been doing throughout the year or whatever we've done in the past, okay. like any concerts we've been to together, with a scrapbook page or like just kind of anything that's like a memory. I just stick it in a book, make it look nice and pretty. All right, scrapbooking. Nice. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do that nowadays. So yeah, nowadays, like it's all digital. Exactly. Yeah. How did you discover professional wrestling? I put into it when I was about... 10 maybe and I only got into it because my dad watched it so he watched it when he was younger oh, okay. and then he got back into it about WrestleMania 30 so I'm not going to be a little bit younger than 10 or older I'm not sure but he got back into it WrestleMania 30 um, and it's such a weird story because I'm, I keep telling people whenever like this oh how'd you get into it and it's like oh WrestleMania 30 but what happened that night was basically in like the street where I lived somebody it's got pretty dark somebody got murdered in the street at um, WrestleMania night and it just so happens that that's the night that I fell in love with wrestling, so it's a bit weird, but so it's a good it's a good weird story, I suppose. But my dad watched it on a lighter note, my dad watched it and then I got in here and that's gonna be easier story I like to tell, but it can get a bit dark sometimes. Oh wow. WrestleMania thirty. WrestleMania thirty. AJ wow. Lee versus the world. AJ Lee versus the world. Yes, yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan main event. With like Randy and Batista, I I just realized that was eight years ago. I felt like yesterday. What the heck? Like, I, I was like nineteen. I oh, oh yeah, eight nine. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while, but I want to yeah. look at follow up. Like, what was the very first match that you recall watching? Oh, I'm not sure which one it is, but it was the match where Naomi turned heel. But they can how long that was into that, but it was probably a little while is it. She just like that was like the one that I remember. She still in turned heel. I think it was maybe like a battle royal or some sort. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, it was that, that was like the I moment I remember. Yeah, that was the specific moment that I remember. If that was before, I think that maybe would have been before WrestleMania 31. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, that would have been that was like the first memory that I had. I just kept rewinding that. I was like, I can't believe she just did that. I was like, I can't believe that. I just kept rewinding that and rewinding that and rewinding that. Like, over and over again. And if yeah, I'm not even mistaken, I'm pretty sure that was in like Norwich or something. 
in England. Oh, oh yeah, that was in England. Paige was there. Oh, yeah. Paige alive. Oh my god. Yeah, they booed the hell out of Naomi because mm. Paige was like the hometown girl and and everything. Oh. oh wow. Not everyone can say their earliest memory was a diva battle royal. That is a that very <laughs> that's a privilege. No worries. We love to hear that. Um but yeah growing up watching wrestling everybody has their own heroes or like wrestlers that they look up to. So who would you mm-hmm. say inspired you the most in terms of you know how you pattern your wrestling style with who inspired you I would say inspired the most would be the Bella twins um Ooh. i just i always i was always like just like gravitated towards them even if it was like, i can't it's always a debate if they were good wrestlers or no professional effects they were fantastic <laughs> um so i do like to take like a couple of things especially i use the the missile drop kick that brie uses because brie is my favorite twin. i knew it i knew it whenever i see you do the missile, i was like that is brie mode i knew it because brie was my favorite twin um Although Nikki was always like the favourite, but Brave was my favourite. So I always just watched them constantly. But because they were feuding with AJ Lee at the time, I hated AJ Lee. I was like, oh, she's got to go. She's got to go. <laughs> and then she did go and she retired. And she I did go. Because like, I, I was like 10, 11, I was like, oh my God, yes, yeah, she left. And then I realised, wait, she's not coming back. I've never seen her wrestle again. Um, but now I kind of try and look at her for more inspiration wrestling-wise because she was just so ahead of her time. But it's probably mainly the Bella Twins, but then setting like very close as AJ Lee. The Bella? Would you say you're like part of the Bella Army? Yes, I've got the, the Bella the Army. The Bella Army. Oh my god, I love that. I love how there's like these new up-and-coming like independent wrestlers who are like getting inspired by like women from the Divas here, like you the and Ashley. And like Emily and everything, it's it's amazing. It's amazing to see. It's really great because a lot of people do Dante and Divas up to this day. Really do, but yeah. like nevertheless, it was still an important part of like history. And like the fact that people are inspired by the women there just mm-hmm. proves that you know it was definitely monumental. Yeah, I've never seen somebody so inspired by Divas than Ashley. Like she <laughs> take any Diva, she could tell you anything about them. It's honestly it's painful how like they just inspired yeah. her so much. But I don't think I could watch it mayor and, and like early diva time, which is like what she likes the most. I watched it like like the later diva time before it was like the women's era or whatever it was. But... Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah, yeah. This is an expert. This is an expert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even with the gears, we see the comparison. The gears. Yeah. It's clear. Oh God, clear as day. The gears. <laughs> so I, I was 13. I was 13 when I started training, but I always wanted to train before that, which is got another, a couple of stories to tell. So basically when I was 12, my dad took me through to Glasgow because my dad was like all for me being like a wrestler. Like I was, he, I've never really had a moment where I was like, this is what I wanted to do. It was always just kind of like, I want to do this. I was never like, I kind of remember being like, well, that seems fun. I would like to do that. It was just like, this is what I want to do. So my dad tried like everything to like get me into wrestling. So in Fife at that time, there was no wrestling schools for anyone under 16 at all. In Glasgow, because Glasgow's like the main part, like the most uh-huh. biggest Scottish wrestling scene. So he took me down to Glasgow, which was like an hour and a half drive. Um, and I'm pretty sure this was, it was a school where Ashley used to train. So she was probably there. So I was 12. I walked in expecting it to be like a ring. I was like, I'm going to run ropes. I'm going to take pumps and stuff. Because my dad had a friend that was a wrestler. So I kind of had some ideas of what our first wrestling session should be like. Walked in, there was a mat on the floor no ring. I was like, oh my God, what have I got myself into? 
I swear I was there for an hour, but my dad says I was there for like 20 minutes. So oh, okay. like, they like, they called a break, I ran outside and I hid behind a tree. I was like, I can't go back in there. My dad took my phone because he was like, oh, you don't need it, like, you'll be fine. I had 10 pins that I was supposed to pay the session with and I ran up to a woman and blessed her. She would have thought I got kidnapped. I ran up, I was like, I don't, I'm Luffy here, can you please phone me a taxi? I was like, I don't know where I, don't know where I am. Okay. So then I paid the tax, I paid the tax with the money I was supposed to pay for the session. Ran up to my oh, mum's no, no. house and I was like, just started crying. I was like, I can't believe this, like, this dream I had and it's just not what I wanted. Two weeks later, my dad was like, there's this little school that's just opened up in five. And I was like, fine, we'll go there. And it, was a junior, it was like a junior's class, so I was like, oh, more torn down. It was me and this one little boy, it must have been about eight, and I was 12 at the time, 13. And then I was there for a couple months, and then the kids' class, like, fell off. And it wasn't a thing anymore, but because I was advancing so quickly, they put me up to the adults' class. Like, this school wasn't really a school at all. Um, oh. And then it was Halloween 2017, I want to say, because it was my dad's birthday, and I was going to see a live event the next day. And I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I was like, this isn't fun anymore. It's just men getting together and just, like, playing wrestling rather than I wasn't learning anything. And... Mm. My dad saw how much I was enjoying it, so he was so persistent on me getting like getting to schools and getting back into wrestling. So then he found another one, um, which I was at for a couple of years, which was just like a ten minute drive. And I was there and I met I met some people that are still training today. Um that's where I met Ashley for the first time. And then that was me the one that let me kinda of develop too much. They were still kinda of in the mindset like, You're only fifteen, you can't be doing this. Although, secretly, I was in the adults class with my other coach, Stu, who would take me to the adults class and let me do, like, all uh. these flying moves and stuff. So the other coach said thinking that I was actually ordering, like, the most advanced stuff. And then that's when FPW opened up and my coach, Stu, was like, we can get you into the adults class there, although I was 16 plus. And then I've been there ever since. So, long story, but couple schools, and now I'm at the best one. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. you made it, girl. That is you a made story. it. That is a story. <laughs> and you're just but like, you're just getting started. So yeah, there is definitely a wild a wild future ahead of you. Um, but yeah, every every wrestling persona has a persona, but a huge part of their character is their gear. And we've all seen your gear. I w- mm-hmm. we would say it's pretty '80s disco inspired. Mm-hmm. from what we see with the whole bell-bottom situation. Yep. So how did you come up with this gear? Like, did you conceptualize it yourself? Did you mm-hmm. get advice from someone who makes gear? Tell us all about it. Yes, uh, I came up with it myself from what I remember. I didn't think I'd advice to anybody. I always, I wear flares like every day anyway. So it's like, it would be oh. so cool to have. There's, I wanted to be different for everybody in the Scottish scene. So I was kind of looting and I didn't want to have kind of short shorts because that's just not what I was into. I didn't want to like, have my thighs out or whatever. Um, yeah. So I was like, right, I always wanted long bottoms, which is like, obviously, Brie had long bottoms, and I was like, I do want them skin tight. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, I like wearing flares. I may as well kind of put together. There's no one with flares. Um, and I always like to concept of having, like, a pattern and, like, just black, so it kind of brings, like, enhances it. So then I messaged um, on Instagram, Gigi Creations, who makes kind of a lot of the wrestling gear for people in the um, Scottish scene. And then I was like, this is my concept. Like, my cousin drew just, like, a wee flares and, like, arms with flares on it for me. So oh. I have to send that away. Um, so I sent that. 
and that they sent me a bunch of patterns. I was like, I do want it like tie dye kind of theme. Then they sent me like the kind of one that I've got on it. Um, chose that. They literally had it done in like a couple of weeks. It was like phenomenal. So there, anybody that wants wrestling gear, go to JJ Creation so they'll get that sorted out for you. <laughs> but it was just, it, I don't really know. It was just kind of like came naturally because it was like, I wanted something that I would be comfortable in and I wore flares all the time. So I went, if I wear flares, and it was just, I wasn't actually going to go with the flares on the arms, but then he was like, just double checking, you're wanting flares on the arms. And I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I I honestly think the whole like bell bottom is like kind of your brand at this point too, because like it, mm. it's a I don't know, I like the way it looks when like when you wrestle and like, it just flows all around. Yeah. It's very it's really cool. It sets you right. apart from others too. It's really mm-hmm. unique. It really does. It really does. Although fun. yeah, although Mickey James might be um contacting her lawyers <laughs> when it comes to the bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> you might need a lawyer of your own because Mickey James might, might be a contact. lawyer. She doesn't yeah. have copyrighted on Scotland, that I know. She hasn't yet. She hasn't yet. Not so yet, better, yet. you gotta keep it under yeah. the radar for now. But tell us about your ICW debut. How was it like working with Emily Hayden? I found out that I was gonna be on ICW like three days before the show was actually taping. Um because I trained the week off for rest and I was like to my coach Andy, I went, I just need this week off just to kind of rest. And he was like, I know you're on your week off, but just come in, I've got some news. And I was like, well, what could it be? Like he's, I was like, maybe it can't really be anything else because we had a few students that were already at ICW. And I was like, then he says, how about we debut you earlier than we planned? And I was like, ah! And just like <laughs> it being on Dowdy Network that I can go into like Dowdy E and search my name and I'll pop. It's like, oh, it's mental. And then, we got there and I was also kind of nervous because I'd never been in it. I've never been to ICW before. Um, mm-hmm. Me and Emily were planning our match beforehand. So it was like, we had all sort of, we, we had to go first because she had to leave earlier. So I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm first on. There was no crowd there because it was like 2020 COVID. So it was like, everything was kind of locked in. Like my dad usually comes to every single one of my matches, but he could just sit outside. Like he couldn't be there. Um, and it was like, we got it done. And when it was finished, I was I was happy with it because it was like, I, we call them kind of like, like a enhancement match where it's like, you, I would only get one or two moves in, um, but you got the drop kick in and I thought it looked great. Um, and it was just, yeah, she gave me the biggest bruise on my arm. She put my arm over the rope and pulled it and it gave me the biggest bruise ever. I saw that. <laughs> my grand was like, my grand's like, I can't believe she did that to you. I was like, it, it's fine. It's fine, grand. Honestly, I can't take one anyway. But it went, it went great. Like, um, that day, I think almost every female that was on the show was there. Um, so I got to meet, I got to meet everybody. And just kind of getting feedback for all the women was, like, great to kind of take, especially because I was only, I would have been 16, 17. Um, so just getting feedback from people at that time, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm doing all right. Like I'm doing something fine because I've not had any terrible feedback. No one's come up to me saying that was terrible. You're never getting back. So I was like, I think good one match. It's fine. We're on ICW, which is the biggest company in Europe, and it's like yeah. I'm now I'm going to go on the Disney Network, and it's like dream come true. I especially that being my debut match like ever. So I was like, crazy. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, how cool is it? Like, you just go to the WWE Network, like, just type up <laughs> Harmony Sky, and like, you just pop. Yeah, up. and you'll see something. 
yeah and there's something so like that's definitely like really great exposure right there and mm-hmm. sort of touched about it earlier but miss emily hayden miss russell beach miss podcast beach miss everything beach she does everything mm-hmm. um, we actually actually have been teaming up you guys have teamed up in the past yeah. as i believe your name was Beach Love and Harmony. Um, yeah. It's a really, really clever name. <laughs> um, so, how did this team come about, and who thought of this name? I would love to take credit for the name. However, I can't. I'm pretty sure it was Emily that came up with it, or it was um, <laughs> the company that came up with it, which the company's oh, like, okay. is, they kind of dissolved out. But because we had been kind of, she kind of took me under her wing, so getting to be in a team where I was like, right, she's met me before, unfortunately, but now I get to team up with her. And it was like, we're going against, I think we went against, um, oh, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name. And the, the I, believe, fight I believe it was I Anastasia was, and Ruby um, Roberts. It was, it was Ruby Roberts and Ellie Armstrong. Ellie Armstrong. Before. Okay, my yeah. bad, my bad. Um, and just getting to team up with it was like great. And the name was fantastic. Because I, I didn't even care about the name until it like went up on social media. And I was like, oh my God, that's like, that's, that's pretty smart. Um, and just getting feedback for her as well. Just getting to be in a team is completely different to actually fighting the person because you get to do stuff together. Getting to plan that match was great. Um, can we have all four of us were quite cooperative with each other. We'd all kind of put in what we wanted. Um, unfortunately, I did headbutt Ellie Armstrong by accident. Um, and I was like, oh, sorry. But <laughs> thanks. I, um, <laughs> and I had like... My head was sore. I didn't even want to imagine what she said because I had like a massive lump in my head. And I was like, I went backstage and I was like, I'm sorry. And she's like, it's fine, don't worry. But she was going to after it, so I didn't think she cared. But um, to get into team with her was great. And I would love to team with her again, like literally anywhere. Um, just cause it was, and the name is fantastic. She's always, she always comments on my thing. She's always there. She's always saying like, we'll come back eventually. So I'm keeping her to her words. Um, and we'll be back hopefully at some point. Hopefully to revive the women's tag team division of mm-hmm. NXT Europe in the future. NXT Europe, exactly. Yeah. NXT, NXT Europe. Beach Love and Harmony. They're coming. Mm-hmm. They're coming for, for they're coming for the new titles. And one of your ICW matches, you were wrestling without a crowd. So like how was it wrestling without one in those tapings? It was really, really hard at the start because my school had to close down because obviously you could not you could not go anywhere. So my school closed down, but we were still doing stuff online. So, we, so my coach, who he didn't have to do any of this, but he every week he would have us. So our sessions are on Tuesday and Thursday. Every week on Tuesday and Thursdays, we'd have like we'd watch a match and we'd talk about it, or we'd have like questions and answers, or we'd get lots of people on. Like we had um, Viper or Dewdrop as the caller. Now we had her on, so we get to we got to speak to her before she actually went on, like into like the main show under the which was great because my dad was like, ask him this, ask him that, ask him this. And I was like, I'll, I'll ask him. <laughs> if she can talk to me for an hour, I'll take all the time. Um, and we had like workouts. Um, we had a lot of people coming on like like nutrition. Like we were talking about like nutrition. We had nutritionists come on. We had someone come on from DT Yoga. We had, so we done that. So we had like a good like variety and just getting, getting back to it was like really weird because when we first went back, we weren't allowed to make contact. So it was only like a three people. So we had to basically train by ourselves, but we rolled other people there. So we couldn't touch each other, but we were able to just kind of pretend. So then if you throw something, you throw it to, to no one. So eventually when we did get back to contacts, we were throwing them like this. And we were like 
when we got back, we, we had, like restart and that since that because we had done it for so long. Um, and there was a video on Facebook uh, us first looking up after COVID, and like just the best feeling to actually be able to wrestle somebody again. Um, <laughs> it was just it was really weird time, but it was also like just great having stuff come on like come on Zoom and there be something there for us to at least learn or take away. Um, or like do we work out in the house? But even like and then I'm pretty sure we looked so we came back and then we looked in again. So it was like twice and we were like, oh God. And it was like everybody was gaining weight because we couldn't go to the gym or anything. And so now we're back and it is hard. It's harder than it was before. Like, because I gained a wee bit of weight and then I'm like, I can't do what I used to do a couple of years ago right now because I used to be like stick thin. Um, but we're working back. We're trying to get like my cardio and stuff back up. So it's just like kind of rebuilding. It's not exactly restarting. Again, it's just kind of rebuilding to what. I used to be to what I am now, but a yeah. All right, all right. Definitely a different, like, different way of like presenting yourself, of course, with mm-hmm. and without a crowd, totally. Um, but speaking of crowds, uh, one of the, one of the best crowds I would say is the NXT UK crowd. But unfortunately, we all know what happened with like recent news. As you said earlier, rest in peace, NXT UK. He's gone. But she will be back in 2023 next year mm-hmm. for NXT Europe. So we want to know, like, for you as a Scottish slash UK wrestler, independent wrestler, like, what are your thoughts on this whole rebrand of NXT UK expanding to the entirety of Europe? What do you think of it? I feel like it's a good sign because then that means that that as other wrestlers can come in, they already had people kind of coming in from different countries as well and it was like why like why do you just make it a Europe thing? I think that's what everybody was kinda of thinking and then when they've done it we're all like oh like they're actually doing it. I didn't I don't think they should have shut it down and released everybody. Oh that's um, true though. Yeah. But I think rebranding it is probably for the best because then you'll get more wrestlers because you've got you've got I, I was gonna say countries but I'm not the best at geography so I'm not even gonna say any countries but like you've got everybody for Europe, you've got so much wrestling yeah. in Europe to all different countries. So just getting them all in the one company would probably be like the best. And there's so many great females in all different countries that maybe didn't have a possibility to get signed but now do. It is it could be a wee bit harder for people in the UK to get signed, but then it's just you just have to keep working and like try your best, I suppose. True, and I feel like this, yeah, this gives more opportunities to the entirety mm-hmm. of Europe's like women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I have, I want to see, I want to see more. And hopefully, everyone who got like released or basically just on hiatus until they get re-signed yeah. next year. Hopefully, that's what yeah. And we are hoping Harmony Sky also gets signed. Yes, manifesting. Who knows? I was always the plan to like. Because you were able to like put in, it's like a CD technically. And I was like, I'll do it when I'm 28. And then COVID hit, and I was like, we'll go to 21, 22. And now it's like, no, thanks. So I'm like, maybe 23. <laughs> maybe 23, I'll, I'll try my best to go. Um, Let's see what happens. You never know. Never know. Never know. You just say you're on the network. I'm kidding, but like, you yeah. know, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> that's something. Some people are there, they'll be like, oh, you don't have to post old matches of me already. It's already there. How does that work? What would you say makes Scottish or UK wrestling as a whole different from other types of wrestling? 
that's a really good question. I think we're just really passionate. Um, obviously, people from different countries are really passionate, but because we're such a small, such a small place, even just in Scotland, I mean, there's only five million people, so it's not that many. Um, we're just we're lucky enough to have ICW kind of be our thing, so it's like that's technically our like WWE. So it's like we kind of take care of it, and we're like we're always we're always there. So it's like we're just very passionate. I think just because we don't get as much like things like WWE and stuff coming over when we get a couple of times. I think we always get so excited and that's why kind of UK kids are the best um, from things like concerts and shows because because they get so deprived that when we get it, we're just always so excited to kind of see it like live in the flesh. And I think that's why independent shows over here kind of do so well because it's like, you like wrestling, you want to see it. So it's like any type of show you can get to, it's like you want to go there. And I think that's probably why the crowds are just so amazing true true and yeah it's definitely amazing to see like the passion of uk of uk's independent scene especially with the women like there are so many different characters yeah. like, there's you there's ashley emily anastasia ruby roberts uh ruby roberts is jiggy's one of jiggy's favorites the bad bitch slayer, yeah. <laughs> the basic, bitch slayer. basic bitch sorry the basic bitch slayer not the bad bitch slayer <laughs> um but yeah there's so many different characters so like it's definitely an insane group mm. of wrestlers not just for the women but overall yeah um but yeah as we did mention earlier you just started training wrestling and you have an incredibly long way to go with your wrestling Mm -hmm. career so for you like what would you say are some of your hopes and future goals for yourself um for your wrestling career what do you want to achieve i would like to go back to icw and just kind of maybe make a name for myself there i just want to kind of make because i think female wrestling still isn't represented as much as it should be yeah, so I kind of just want to get that out there. Also, maybe just bring like the mental health aspect back into it as well. Just kind of get that spoken about more, especially for wrestlers and wrestling fans. Um, I would obviously like to play NXT UK, which is nothing in America. NXT Europe, um, eventually, but um, just kind of get more matches under my belt. Just kind of get more experience. I do want to go to different countries, but I do want to wrestle in like a bunch of different countries that I've never been to before. I think that would be really exciting. Um, you just kind of get traveled and experienced before before it gets shipped up to NXT. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna happen. We we are rooting for it to happen. We would like to exactly. see it coming to end Mako Satomura. Exactly. <laughs> and Molly Spartan, you should watch out there with your ICW Women's Championship. Better. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Eyes, so, on yes. Eyes on the prize. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We are a hundred percent ready for your harmony. We have you have such a long way to go. You're you're our age, hell. So we still have a lot of time. And without further without further ado, that is actually all the time that we have for now on the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank, Thank you so much you. for listening. And if you want to hear more of us or or for gaming channel on YouTube, um you can follow me at GDPBP. And if you want to see more updates on the Pi Punctual podcast, it's about women's wrestling, et cetera, et cetera, all of the above, you can follow me on Twitter at Troy PBP. And Harmony, you might want to plug in some of your appearances, your social media. Mm-hmm. This is your moment. What you got for us? Um, I think all my social media is uh, HarmonySky03. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. So any you can get me on there. All right, check her out, you guys. Give her a follow. Check out some of her matches. They're on YouTube and the network. And the network. Check her out. Above all, on the network. (laughs) Do your research and, yeah, go check her out.
guys. Never exactly. know what your is. Uh-huh. Thank you guys so much. And see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.